Thundery showers, good, occasionally moderate. Welcome again to CCM in 3D. We've got Dan, we've got Derek, we've got Dave. We're back. We're back. Yeah. And we are back during our countdown. Yeah. We get our top 100. We've been counting down over several episodes, and this time we get to do 60 to 51. That's it. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited. Cool. We're just on the top part of the bottom half. That. Yeah, the top <laughs> something like that. Something I'm, like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna lean back and think about that for a minute. Yes. Yeah, just. And do so. we have breaking news, I hear? Br- 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 breaking yes. news. Yeah, okay. Guys, as you know, our crack research staff yeah. has just let me know. Yes. We are the number one podcast named CCM in 3D that focuses on Christian music between 1985 and 1995. Whoa. Wow. Number one. Number wow. One. With a bullet. Yes. That is great. <laughs> that is, that's a... That's a sub a subgenre if ever I've heard one. It's, yes, it's a really a, a subgenre. Yeah, we're, we're good at that. We're good at that. Yeah. yeah. You know, I credit the new microphones for our jump in uh, popularity. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Same schlubs doing the content, but we <laughs> right. sound so much better. No more tin can within a tin can. <laughs> yeah. No more tin yeah. can within in a tin, the tin can. can. That's yeah. right. So That's yeah, so we're jumping into. S- 60 to 51. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh, we have another new thing that we've recently done, which is we. What do we do now? <laughs> we get to add songs to oh. the end of the podcast. Okay. Yeah. And we'll stack a few songs at the end of this podcast. So you may be looking at the podcast thinking, this is an hour and a half long. No, it's not an hour and a half. We're not going to talk for an hour and a half. Yeah. Uh, but we've got songs at the end that we'll add on and. and Highlight some of the uh, albums we're bringing up here and some of the songs we're bringing up here. So you won't have to do your homework. We'll just be continuing to listen to the podcast. So you'll just have to go to the end to see how many songs we put on there. We'll we'll figure that out. Or we right. may just jump right to the music. <laughs> oh, and just to us. skip our talk? <laughs> yeah. Okay, just great. It, was completely. it won't just... sound near as good, though. Unless that's you hear us talking about right, it, right? Right, that's true. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's not recommended. You can do it, but it's not recommended. No, it's not recommended. It's not best practices. <laughs> Do we want to remind people of the rules? <laughs> the yes. rules? Yes. There are no rules. Well. <laughs> okay, yes. Remind us of the rules, Dan. Oh, well, You're good at reminding us oh, of the oh, rules. Oh, I'm you, good at you it. Okay. That, yeah. Okay, so. Because um, you made them up. Because <laughs> I made them up. And we break them. <laughs> we broke them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Broken. I made the rules. You broke them. It's like playing Monopoly with you guys back in the day. Um, so uh, I think the rules were no more than two artists per hundred list you guys broke it broke. and I, i'm in a future podcast i'm going to break it too oh okay so right. yeah right. you guys Do are it, bad Dan. influences on me okay all so. the cool kids are doing it. i know that that was <laughs> in my head i was like well dan and dave are cool and they're doing it so um 85 to 95 obviously um you guys had christmas albums i did not um we did not put greatest hits albums that makes I sense do. And was there any other kind of albums we did not put? I think not it was just the greatest of. hits was right, the yeah. biggie. Because because we've we had did. compilations. Right, yeah. right. Various artists right. sort Various of albums. Uh-huh. And you guys put Christmas. So, yeah, I think it just was the uh, no greatest hits albums. Okay. There's some greatest. There's some really nice greatest hits albums, but they didn't make our. And we're putting them in order of. <laughs> so the way we basically put them in order, as I took it, was if I had one album on a deserted island. Right. That would be my number one album. Or 100, and you had to rank them. <coughs> well, yeah. But <laughs> so I, I take number one, right? And then yes. I'm like, okay, now if I get to pick two, right. gonna, I want this one in my left hand and this one in my right, right. hand. Right. And, and like if you're saying an album is at 80 and another album's at 20, that you, that album at 20 is much further up on your list of, oh, I, just, I like I this. Want, I want, yeah. I, I prefer to have that one. Yeah, over, over the 80. Mm-hmm. And the, they're both yeah. good, but 20 is way up on the list. Which becomes more, to me, more important as we get into the top half. It, as next, Dave says. In the next several episodes. Yeah. As, what is the saying? It's Casey Kasem. As, uh, as the numbers get smaller, the hits get bigger. Ah, yes. there we That's go. Thanks, right. Casey. Keep reaching for the stars. <laughs> and so a little bit of a mission time for me. Okay. I'm reacquainting myself with these albums, listening back to the entirety of the album. And I think, would I take this album over that? And I actually moved a few albums around a little bit. So you did some editing in the time that we've had off. I did, because I was reacquainting myself. I'm like, oh, 
I don't know if I'd want that one yeah. ahead of this one. All right, I've so. done that too. I'll admit it. I did. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> make it a perfect trifecta. I did too. Because I All think right. here's, here's the trap I fell into was some of these like, albums are iconic and they move the industry forward. Right. But is it something that is on my go-to album list? Not right. necessarily. Right. Or another way to think about it is, oh, I loved that album back in 88 when it came mm-hmm. out. Yeah. And now in 2021, I can remember how I fell when that came out, but it's not, it hasn't aged well. It's hard to listen to. Yeah, my ears are not tracking with it as much as they were then. Right, yeah. Yeah, so got some of that going on. So sure enough, you know, one of them I moved up, I've moved down a little bit. I didn't mess with anything anything we've already, you know, talked about. Did you move anything sideways? A little bit sideways, maybe. A little bit country, a little bit rock and roll. (laughs) A little bit in and out of the time spectrum, I don't know. Did you take anything out completely? No. Okay. Yeah. Just up and down. Mine just moved okay. up and down. Yep. Right. Um, and uh, another th- thing we have on here that was recently was uh, we now have a Google Sheet that yeah. you can view. That's right. That has somebody requested. So, Derek, you'd put together an, an 800 album list, nearly <laughs> 800 album lists yes. over the course of those 10 years that we're, uh, we're limited to mm-hmm. and said, here they are and pick your one, pick your albums, your top 100. Um, so we have that, and then I also have uh, what we've already revealed uh-huh. between up to this point. Yeah, and I went ahead and did my own little uh, ranking system between the three that. of us. Yeah. So if all three of us have it on the list, even though you might have yours way down and I might have mine forty steps higher than mm-hmm. yours, if all three of us have it on the list, it ranks higher. Than somebody oh. who just has two in the list. Oh, see, wow. I like, look at the metrics. I like what, yeah. yeah, I like what Huge. Dan's doing there. Yeah, that's so collectively is the 3D. Turns out Dan is the crack research. <laughs> yeah, he is. Wow, <laughs> that's nice. You just been promoted, Dan. I'd like a go. pivot table with that when you get <laughs> yes, done. Thank yeah, you. Exactly. That's, yeah, appreciate that. So little macros in there. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just kidding. Nice. Um, so yeah. So if you go into there and look at that, that's why that that order is a little different. And you'll see I've got a column that says, "Hey, 3Ds have picked this." It's a, I see. So Very yes. Good. Did you move any out when you? move things around i did not move any out okay but i do have a, conf- a confession okay. oh. confession is so we're getting up to 51 tonight is yep. that the highest That's one? right yep i have not ranked my top 50 yet <gasps> wow oh, so you're still kind of working on i'm that. still trying to figure out what i want to do now i've got like the top 10 yeah but you know between 50 and 10 i'm still kind of juggling there's wiggle room there's there. wiggle room there interesting yeah. okay I-, I moved a couple out you did. You did all yeah. all the way out. All the Twilight Paris albums with jazz. <laughs> okay, I moved yes. them out. They're gone yeah. now. There is yeah. They are some gone. amazing jazz. What about Kiona? Is Kiona still on your list? No, no, not on the list okay, anymore. That's too no, bad. Yeah, no. Well. <laughs> Stephen Wiley Bible Break. Gone. Oh, sorry, Derek. Just, I, you know, it's just something's got to go. Yeah. Uh, I thought your admission was going to be a third day. Something about third day, but yes, nice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was proved. I was proven right on that. Yes, you, you were. were. Yeah, I was in, ish, you right were. Ish. in the decade. You yeah. were. No, yeah. After <laughs> after further review, you well, were fine. Very obscure. I'll admit, I did yes. not know that at the time. No, yes. you didn't. But know. it was good. That, yeah, was, a, that was a very cool find. Yeah, it was yeah. Good. from one of our one of our listeners. listeners yeah, it was from one of our listeners. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, all seven, seven of them. Awesome. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> one seventh of our listeners helped us with that. Yes, thank you. Um, so I have a little teaser in my top 10 here that we're going to talk about. Someone on my list is associated with David Hasselhoff. Oh, really? And, and Janet Jackson. Yep. Interesting. The same person? Is <laughs> yes. Associated with both? Uh, yes. Okay. I better double check that, but I think that's I, I can't wait to hear this. I yeah, so have nothing even teaser. remotely like that. I don't my... either, no. Yep. There you go. Nor do I have jazz flute anymore. <laughs> what about the uh, what about the dates for your albums in, the, in these ten guys? I'm I'm seeing mine as being mid '80s and higher to like early '90s, like nothing older than '85 on my list tonight. I'm all over the place. Yeah, I'm kind of all I've, over the yeah, place. I have one okay. from almost every. Here's the question I have, and I don't ask this enough. We should ask this more. I just I was noticing this today. I happen to own hard copies of all ten of these. Oh, uh, tonight was that right? So, what about you guys? Oh. Now, Dan, we know Dan. <laughs> yes. His uh, well, his collection had an unfortunate run in with a. Yeah. Was that Rob Er? No, it was um, Diesbach. Diesbach. Yeah, his first name was I never bring him back. I never bring, bring Diesbach. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry gotcha. about that. That's his first name. Yeah. So yeah, yeah stolen from me. Yeah, oh, Mr. Diesbach. I'd like him back. No kidding. What about you, Dave? You... I've I've got eight out of the ten. Nice. Okay. So not yeah. too bad. Great. Dan, uh, do you happen to have any of these? 
I mean, even with Mr. D's box <laughs> absconding with repeating, your uh, Mr. D's back has uh, taken away. They're oh, all man. they're all gone. All okay. gone. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, hopefully yep. Spotify's got your D's box on. Got you that. covered. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Thank goodness for Spotify. Okay. There you go. Yeah. So, all right. So we want to start the countdown. Yeah. Let's do it. Number, and we usually do a little jingle. Who has that? Number, number 60. Thank you. Number 60. 60. So I'll start. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to Lisa Bevel. All right. My Freedom. Oh, nice album. So nine, number 60 from 1992. Produced by Chris Harris, Mark Eimerman. Uh They also produced DC Talk's new thing, Free at Last. I mean, some big names. Michael Lee Smith's Picture Perfect. Mm-hmm. Um Morgan Cryer's Upside Down. I can go on and on. Heavy production. Super fun. Uh, really get into it. I'm all into Mark Hyman's production. I think he's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. uh, he did the Prism series. That's right. Yes. Uh, very yeah. poppy. Very yes. poppy stuff. Uh, Wayne Kirkpatrick writes a couple songs on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Place in the Sun. Previous podcast, we talked about Tommy Sims. We did. And yeah. he wrote this one. Best song on the album. Yeah, in my opinion, nice. Place in the Sun, Chaperone, Heavy, Toby Mac, uh, wrote the first two songs actually. Toby yep. Mac did. It's going to be worth it. Um, also, start a Chaperone song seems a little odd now. <laughs> so does. I listen back. Yeah, to it's it. a little strange. Yeah, yeah I'm like, uh. hasn't aged But when well. I first heard it, I loved it, but it doesn't age well. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, so standouts for me on that album, Place in the Sun, My Freedom. It's going to be worth it, Chaperone. I took a tumble. It's kind of fun too. Yeah, that is fun. Experience. Do you remember? Okay, so. Yes. Uh, quick, quick aside on that one. So we've talked a lot when we worked at Z ninety one about how we would like make up alternate lyrics for yes. So, like, simple house became I don't want to live with a sinful spouse. Right, remember that. So, yes, yes. do you remember what I took a tumble became? No, we would sing. No, you don't remember. No, we would go Dikembe Matumbo. Oh, nice. so there's your Dikembe Denver Nuggets Matumbo. shout Denver out. Nuggets, uh, your Denver Nuggets. Your Denver Nuggets. Wow. Dikembe Matumbo. We've now ruined that song for everybody. I'm yeah. sorry. Dikembe <laughs> Matumbo. <laughs> yeah, so we would always say, who, who put the banana peel under my feet? Dikembe Matumbo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is nice. your Z91 behind the scenes <laughs> There you moment. go. Nice. So number 60, Lisa Bevel, My Freedom. Perfect. That's a great pop album. Yeah, there it is. Go. And a little fact there about three of the guys you mentioned on the album, Mike, Mark Heimerman, Chris Harris, Wayne Kirkpatrick, were all members of Michael W. Smith's very first That's band. That's right. Yes, which yes. was amazing. And what a band that was. Set, right? oh, on the live man, set. Man, that was so good. So good. David Huff on drums. Chris Rodriguez. And Chris Rodriguez. Yep. What a yep. band. That's yep. why I love the live set. Oh, it's yeah. great. And actually... Yeah. It comes up later in my And there was band. a long-form Smitty uh, video from back then. It's still, it's a, of course, it's been digitized, yep. and it's on YouTube, and it's great. It's so it fun to watch. I've, got, I've actually got the VHS. You do? I've got it. Oh, we got to have a watch party some night. Watch some Smitty That'd from be back great. in the day. Yes. Nice. All right, so uh, number 60 for me features the former Paul McCartney and Wings drummer Joe English, his 1985 album, What You Need. Which, by the way, is a fantastic album cover. Oh. And not an NXS song. No, no, no. Okay. It's not an right. NXS. Completely not different. Right. Yes. Okay, gotcha. No, it's completely What's different What's the album song. cover on this? I'm it's um, it's it. got the picture of the snare drum with a with a hand bursting through it with a yes. drumstick. Okay, And it's yes. like in very 80s, you know, fluorescent <laughs> yes. colors. I mean, it's just a great I album cover. I forgot about that one. That's good. But, uh, yeah, I love this album. It's a lot of fun. Great songs. Uh, some of the highlights, what you need. The title track kicks it off. A great rocker. Take the cross. Uh, the first stone has uh, the '80s synth drums. Sounds very dated now. Yeah, but boy, back in the day, you're like, man, this is so cool. And uh, Easy Street, another one of the highlights off of uh, what you need. But uh, out of Joe English's albums, this is my favorite. Yeah, yeah. I always, I always forget that he played with Wings. Yeah. And so yeah, did so. I guess wow, he came yeah. to Christ at some point yep. there, and yeah, it's great. Yeah. So there you go. Who released that album? What what label was that on? Probably Star Song or no? Oh, boy, Dayspring, Word, Murder. I want to say Word. Okay, I'm almost positive. All right, all right. So Joe Good. English, what you Perfect. need? I'm 85. Yeah. Okay, Dan, you got it ready? Got your yes, sound effect ready? I do. We have a match. You're gonna say it. You're gonna say okay. it. Oh. Number 60, Lisa Bevel, My Freedom. Oh hey. yeah. No whammies. That's the match game song. Sorry, in case you don't know it. Hello, but stars. I kind of found a weird spot in that match game song, didn't I? That you did. Didn't sound very good. Where's the hook? There it is. <laughs> the hook. That's there it, it is. It's the horns part. the hook. No whammies. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Again, Dan summed yes. this album up so well. I, you know, perfect match. Even it. Yeah, and at yeah. number sixty. Yeah. Um, 
listening back to this, this is one that I'm, I kind of feel like Z91 had a big hand in breaking this album. Mm-hmm. Because, of course, you, you jumped on the Place in the Sun single too <laughs> early. over it. <laughs> yeah. So they send, they send Dan a cassette copy. Dan puts it on a cart. And so we're playing it. And then literally the, the, the guy from uh, Vireo is like, Dan, we can't play that for like three more weeks. Or yeah, don't play that Don't now. play that yet. Um, but anyway, I feel like Z91 just immediately jumped on this album. I was like, yes, yep. that's, this is exactly what we're playing. So, yes. Um, and... Every time I hear this, it's just one of those perfect CHR CCM albums. It's it just, is, and it's yeah. it's. Um, I love the ballads on this. Um, a second chance, I think, is so pretty. Oh. It's a really nice, yeah, um, ballad. Uh, in addition to all the songs, to Kembe Matumbo, right. right? So, but second chance is a really pretty kind of CHR ballad. So that that'd be the homework I'd give. Fun that nice. album. Okay, cool. That's my number sixty. Number a match, 60. a perfect nice. match. Yeah, no whammies. Number fifty-nine. <laughs> fifty-nine. All right, I'm going to uh, this one. I actually moved down on my list. Oh, um, but from 1992, Newsboys, not ashamed. Oh, okay. Dave, you have it. Like you have it. Number yep. eighty. Right. And uh, I love the Newsboys, and many of my favorites from that again fall out of bounds of our era. They because they were past. Oh, pa- past. Okay, yeah. I'm it. the same way. Yeah. But this is iconic when it first came out. I mean, yep. Not Ashamed was huge. Yeah, we played quite a bit of this yeah. album. And it was it was our first Grammy nomination, actually. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, Dove Award nomination for short form music video. Uh, it was the start of the Steve Taylor Newsboys era, yeah. really, yeah. Uh, which is an amazing combo. It is. So like a little bit like we talked about last podcast, like Charlie Peacock and Margaret Becker, great combo. Elefantes and Petra, great combo. Brown Bannister and anybody. Great, Great combo. combo. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, standouts are, are Can I Get You Out of My System, Not Ashamed, Boycott Hell. I mm-hmm. thought they did a pretty good remake on mm-hmm. that. It's pretty fun. They even it poke is. a little fun themselves on that one. Uh, Strong Love, mm-hmm. another great one. So lots Upon of good this ones. Rock, there, I, like I thought, was the, the yeah. standout on this okay. for me. Yep. Was, yeah. So good. Vic, from Vic, 1992, Vicky good stuff. Boys, not Ashamed. Not Ashamed. All right, number 59. 59. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. 59 for me. And I know you guys will probably tease me for this, but this is one of my guilty pleasures what? when it comes to CC no judgment albums. judgment here, man. No. Oh, come on. <laughs> here it comes. judgment. No judgment here. It's We've had this, the discussion about this artist quite often. Ju- Off the mic. It's a judgment-free okay. zone. Oh, all right. Oh. It's a hair metal album. 1988. It won't be long from Shout. Ah! Oh, all right. All right. <laughs> I knew it. See, oh no, I'm not no, really no, judging. No. Yeah, whatever. I, it okay. was. It was good. Yeah, it's loved a, it. I don't know this one. I really? Don't really yeah. No, I really the don't. First know this album one. from Shout. It, yeah. it's, it's okay. really good. It's a lot of fun. It, you turn it up loud, and you can hear uh, the the title track is great. Shout. Winners or losers. Okay. It's just like overproduction. It's got all the big vocals. Yep. You know, surrounding. It was the, the time. The, the big anthems. Yep. And yep. then they've got the power ballad. Find a way, which is just outstanding as well. Okay, Dan's showing me the um, the album, the album cover. cover. Yeah, there's yes. some serious Aquanet going oh, on. Oh yeah, on yes. that. yeah, there's a lot of Aquanet right yeah, there. That's so that's, good though. Okay, yeah. it was when it first came I out. I do recognize I was, the cover. When it first came out, I was like, "Whoa, this is amazing! Yeah, it's yes, great! I loved it." Um, I'm with you. It, but for me, nothing else that they did matched up to this album. Okay, so I have my homework. I'll I'll go and yeah. check this one out. Is it on Spotify? I assume. Yes. Okay, it is. I'll check it, it out. It won't be long. Shout. Okay. That's nice. before they, you know, it was like shout with Ken Tamplin, just shout. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Did they have to rebrand when they were with Ken Tamplin? I don't know. I don't know if they had to, but they know. did. Have so. you guys seen his YouTube videos? He's got his own vocal academy. I've seen a couple. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Seen it. He's still going at it. And he's I still like got the, the hair. I like his old albums. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Believe it. <laughs> All right. There you go. Number fifty-nine for me. Not a match, so you don't have to get the sound ready. Fifty-nine. Um. That uh, did not move this one around, so uh, didn't move it around. Uh, 1989, so um, God is Good by per, uh, First Call. Oh, yeah. Something oh. about First Call moving from Myrrh, or to Dayspring from Myrrh, really kind of energized the band mm-hmm. for me. And now, of course, they really foregrounded Keith Thomas as a producer, and that doesn't hurt. So anytime, right. Right. anytime Keith Thomas is involved, that's good. It's kind of like putting Brown Bannister on it or Charlie Peacock and add Keith Thomas to that list. Um, 
So yes, his production God is good. I'm pulling it up again. Yeah, yeah it's good. It yeah. really helps Remember this album. Mm-hmm. The first two first call albums, I liked them. Mm-hmm. They were okay. Yeah. Um, but they sounded very much like Sandy Patty albums without Sandy. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Okay. And so this album, for some reason, goes a little deeper lyrically. It is uh, a little less uh, Dick and Mel Tunney bombastic praise and worship. They kind of tone that down. They go deeper into the songwriting. It's very good, very good. And all the studio cats are on this. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Jerry McPherson, Jimmy Lee Slose, Steve Brewster, Mark Douthat, Mark Hammond, and Can't of course, go wrong. Keith Thomas. Nice. So yeah. anyway, that's, okay. that's a really good album. Um, I think we I'd played say of all of the first call ones. This is my favorite album. For sure. Yeah. I think we played Sweet Love on yes. um, Z91. Oh, yeah. And it sounded great. Yes. You know, you wouldn't think first call is a CHR mm-hmm. uh a song, but that song sounded really good. So I like someday breaking through as yep. well. So All of good. those, very yeah. good. Yeah, so that's my homework. I haven't heard that. So number fifty-nine. Yep, that was yeah. All right, so now we're on number fifty-eight. 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 So I'm going to. Uh, we actually did a three for the show on this one. We did. Uh, 1991 okay. West King Sticks and Stones. There we oh, go. Yeah, okay, yeah. nice. Yeah. Where we highlighted three songs from the West King album. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got. Songwriter, acoustic guitarist Wes King. We got Carl Marsh on Fairlight. Jerry McPherson. Not Gary Carl Marks. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, it not was Carl, Carl, Carl Marks. Marsh. What? Not Carl Marsh. Marsh. Yeah. Uh, Gary Lynn, Jackie Street, and Tommy Sims, all three rotate on the bass yeah. on this album. That's I mean, good. wow. Uh, produced by Gary Chapman so and nice. Jerry McPherson. Uh, standouts, of course, are Sticks and Stones. Home Inside of Me with the Synth- Moog. Yeah. Oak base. Base. Oh, well I got done, it this Dan. time. I got it this time. Studio applause Man, there, Dan. Yes. Nice. Thank that's you. Good. Very good. Uh, played by Tommy Sims, of course. Uh, percussions, just so interesting. Uh, per- sorry, not percussion. Persuasions. The song Persuasions oh, is yes. so very interesting to me. Yeah. I love that. It's one of my favorite all-time West King songs, and mm-hmm. it's on this album. So, West King, 1991, Sticks and Stones, number 58. Good choice. Good choice. 58 for me. Immigrant's Daughter, Margaret Becker right. from 1989, her third album, produced by Mr. Trelly Peacock. This is way higher on mine. Is it higher? Yes. <laughs> I think I've already gotten to it. Highlights, uh, title track. Um, I love the line in that song, Immigrant's Daughter, I'm going to run to the land yes. of the living and take everyone that I can with me. Yeah. Yes. Love that lyric. Yeah. Stay Close to Me, another highlight. A beautiful ballad, great vocal range on that tune with Margaret. You know, she's really good, of course, in her in her, her lower range where she stays a lot of time. Boy, she can go up high as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Hunger Stays, very soulful song there. But uh, Immigrant's Daughter, just a gem from Margaret Becker, 1989. And if I remember correctly, I'm picturing it in my mind. Dan, you, want, you might want to endeavor to pull it up there on your the computer. I think she's cover? looking down to the right. Okay. Ooh. Good question. That, that's a good sign, right? Um, Dan, I'll defer yes, to Dan. Yes, down into the right was good. Okay. What do we got? Wait, down into the left. Oh, down to the left is good? Yes. What is down, down into the, the right? She's down into the left. Oh, yeah, it is down into the left. Let's yep. see, look at that. Yep. Yeah. yep. All right. That's Then that's perfectly good. Then. Yes, okay, yes, great. Good. That's yeah, acceptable. Pensive yeah. down into the left is okay. good. What yeah. is down to the right? Um, is that angry? Roughly good. Roughly good. I don't know. Just Good with a chance of... Uh, tension. Yeah, it's always when they have these smiling, looking at the camera that you're always going to oh, be a little weary. Oh, that's can't do that. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah it breaks no, the fourth that, no. wall right, right. there. Yeah, <laughs> Gotta so. be weary. Yeah, can't, can't have that. Okay, number 58. 58. For me, goes uh, to 1991. And this is BB and CC's Different Lifestyles. Ooh. Um, nice. BB and CC's Breakout Album. Um, again, I kind of feel like Z91 played a big part in this album. Um, we could have easily said, no, we're a rock station. We play Whiteheart and Allies and Petra and Halo and Idle Cure, and we don't touch BB and CC Winans. But we played Addictive Love so yes. much. But it sounded so good. It, it did. And that yeah. was that was the point. It sounded really good on yeah. our station where we also played Allies and Whiteheart and Petra and Idle Cure and Halo and all that stuff, and it sounded great. It sounded really good. So, mm-hmm. um, But we had all kinds of rooms for good R&B albums like this, and it just it was a great album. So um, It's Okay is a beautiful ballad on this that kind of B.B. has the lead on, and um, 
Addictive Love still sounds so good. It yes. does. If I had a classic CCM, that one would be there with a bullet. It would be on that station. For sure. So, yeah. Number uh, 58 for me is 1991's Different Lifestyles. Excellent. Nice choice. So, number 57, 57. for me is... Hey. Oh, oh, we got oh, a perfect match. Yeah, no whammies. Near match. Very, very, very near match. Oh, near, oh, match. near oh, match. I have different lifestyles as well. Number okay. 57. So Close. I just missed Derek. But yeah, 1991. Dave, you had it at 97. Yep. So I wrote that down. Uh, yeah, we already mentioned all the players, I think, on here. Did we mention yeah. all the players? Now? No, I didn't. Go okay, ahead. Okay, yeah. So Please we do. had Jeremy McPherson, Douthit, the National Philharmonic Orchestra of London. The amazing Donna McElroy mm-hmm. is on there. Mark Hammond drums. Uh Produced by Keith Thomas, Baggy Pants himself, Mr. MC Hammer. Oh, he, yeah, you that's can't right. touch the this blood. guy oh, on the yeah. blood. He is on, on the blood. Yep. Title track comes, or the title of the album comes from the fifth track, Two Different Lifestyles Ballad, basically, is where they yeah, talk about two different song. lifestyles. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, so a couple of uh, interesting nuggets on here. Number one on Spotify, when you look up BB and CC Winans, is Addictive Love. Addictive Love. Love. 5.2 yeah. yeah. million plays. I'm not surprised. Yeah. It's okay. Is number six. Yep. One million plays. Yep. I'll take you there. Number seven. Just under a million. And uh, I think plays. that had Mavis Staples on it. Uh, they yeah. They got Mavis on there oh, before wow. she died. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. That's, yeah. And my favorite, Depend on You. Oh, oh that man. is a great song. Love that we song. We played that on Z91. Yep. yep. <laughs> that's why we, we did. Sure my, did. One of my favorites. <laughs> yep. So, did you get in trouble for that one, Dan? Uh, no. Did that you? was okay. a single, I think. Was wasn't it? it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, it was a good one. Uh, so a little bit. So let me now dive a little bit more into the Winans. So we're gonna pin the BB and CC for a second. Okay. And we got the Winans. Ten kids. Yep. yep. Winans have ten kids. In order, it's David, Ronald, Carvin, Marvin, Michael, Daniel, BB and CC. Yep. Angie, Debbie. Yeah, that's right. And uh, Marvin Winans recently on America's Got Talent in 2020 is a guy named Archie Williams who. Uh, goes into the finals. He was wrongfully imprisoned for decades, and Marvin's song just reached this amazing man. And if you ever, if you get a chance to look up on YouTube, oh, wow. yeah, Marvin Winans. Uh, so they bring Marvin Winans on because he's one of the finalists and sings with him. I just can't help but get teary eyed every time I see it. It's just oh, wow. knowing what he went through and just thinking of him listening to this song while he's in prison. Wrongly accused. Wrongly is amazing. That's that's amazing. So, uh, yeah, beautiful song that reached, reached back 35 years later here. He's singing that song in America's Got Talent. That's cool. It, it was really cool. So yeah. I've got a one in store. Can I share that? Yeah. Sure. All right. So this was, boy, I was 11, I think. And we had some friends that had owned their own Christian bookstore, and they would go to the Christian Booksellers Convention every year. Mm-hmm. So one year it was out where we lived in California, and so they came out and they took us, our family with them. It was really cool. So they had uh, artists perform, and so this night we were there for the for the you know the events, and they introduced this brand new group that Andre Crouch has found called the Winans, oh. and it was the Five Winan Brothers. The brothers. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, and they came out and they opened with this song called. The question is, have you heard that? Uh-uh. uh-uh. Oh, got a homework for you guys. Okay. The question is, very soulful, and it just blew us away. I'm like, who are these guys? Yeah. So that was my first taste of the wine as brothers. Nice. It was yes. only years later that, you know, I would come to you know, hear about BB and CC. Yeah. yeah. What a I didn't learn about the Winans Boy, later. No the brothers l- much later until the, it's time. Yeah, and yeah. That that yeah. album that was on. Yeah, yeah, so good. Boy, when Andre Crouch finds you and put gives you a platform, <laughs> right? Yeah. That's great. Yes, that's, that's fantastic. All right, so that was number fifty-seven for yep. me. Yeah. Fifty-seven for me 57. is from a guy I know we're all big fans of, John Elefante. Oh. Yeah, and this is at the very end of our decade, nineteen ninety-five. Windows of Heaven. His solo album, produced by Brother Dino mm-hmm. Elefante. Uh, of course, great vocals, goes without saying. Probably my favorite vocal track on here was the radio hit, and that, it, it was, uh, that was what love is. Yeah. I mean, he's just he just shines on that song. Yeah. Uh, some other favorites here, a rocker, Take Me to the River, love that one. And, uh, and I chose a ballad, too, That's Why God Made the Moon. That's another one that really showcases John's higher range. I like that song. Yeah, yeah on his one. vocals. But uh, if you haven't heard his, uh, this was a solo debut, wasn't it? Yep, it yep. was. Yep. Windows of Heaven, 1995, John yep. Elefante. Yeah, I, in my mind, when I was compiling this album, I just had, in my mind, that was a 96 album. 
And then, lo and behold, it's 95. It's right at the tail yeah, end of right our time. It's, yeah. It's a, that's a, Isn't there a song by Kansas called Windows? Yep. Or something like that? Yeah, it's on yeah. Vinyl Confessions. So he had to bring, he brought back the window theme. Yeah, he kind of did. He showed, I think you showed me the Windows uh, music video. Music video. Oh. Yeah. It's awful. <laughs> yeah. That's not your homework. <laughs> I'm not sure to watch it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. you, yeah, you can watch it if, yeah. It's Interesting song, but yeah. Oh, that, it's a great that video. Song. I could, you said that to me. I, I could, could not live stop life laughing. without. You can't unsee it. That's just. <laughs> so I just can't unsee that video. Right. So yeah, if you want to see John Elefante's not so great dance moves, yeah, that's, there you go. It's on okay. that. Yeah. Uh, number fifty-seven for me. Fifty-seven um, is from nineteen eighty-five. So we're skipping back to eighty-five. And yes, I actually own a cassette copy from back in the day of Bob Bennett's nonfiction. Wow. Oh, okay. Bob Bennett's wow. nonfiction. So an album, as far as I can tell, that has never been released on CD. Never mm. been on compact disc. Vinyl and cassette, according to Discogs. Huh. Oh. And they're usually really good. Yeah. So um, produced by Jonathan David Brown. Oh, yeah. Of Petra fame. Petra. Yeah. So... Um, this album was recorded at four different, uh, I, again, thank you to Discogs for this, four different recording studios in California. So you're not getting the Nashville mm-hmm. studio cats. You're mm-hmm. getting the Nashville guys. Mm-hmm. So you've got guys like Vinnie Colaiuta, who's played with Sting, uh, Jimmy Johnson, who is James Taylor's current bass player, John Patitucci, um, another great jazz bass player, um, Smitty Price, jo- uh, Jim Keltner, Famous uh, L.A. session drummer and Brandon Fields play saxophone. So uh, the big hit off this that everybody knows is um, Still Rose the Stone. Mm-hmm. So that's that's yeah. kind of the hit everybody knows. But that's kind of far down on the list for me. The deeper cuts are what bring me back. So- songs like um, so- um, Savior of the World, Where the Shadows Fall Like Rain, The View from Ken Marlane. Those are really good. I love Bob Bennett. Mm-hmm. I love any singer-songwriter. They're always going to grab me. So Bob's great. Um, he just really shines on this album. And so that's my 1985. Got it on cassette. Still got my cassette, nonfiction by Bob Bennett. Nice. So. Bob Bennett still performs. A little plug here. I have no yep. interest in this at all. But there's a, uh, a place in California called The Upper Room. Okay. And they've got a Facebook page. And about once or twice a month, they'll have a concert there. And it's always an old CCM artist. Nice. And Bob has played that, I know, several times. Okay. Still sounds great. He gets up there with his guitar. Yep. Plays the hits. Yep. He plays every Saturday night from his living room. Oh, so on his Facebook page, he'll have a live concert. Wow. And you can leave him a tip and request stuff. And so he's been doing that through COVID, and now he's kept going. Oh, wow. And I didn't know about the upper room, so that's yeah. good. I'll have to check that out. Check that out. Yep. Fun. Good. All right, on to number 56. 56. We've got, I'm going to go to 1995, and Jars of Clay's debut album, Jars of Clay, nice. self-titled. Uh, first and only Jars of Clay entry since they're first album the rest of them fall outside of our sign window yep. uh but i'm a i am a big jars of clay fan i think they're very creative i think they tackle some interesting subjects creatively uh this one a lot of drum loops stings things like that speaking of sting they toured with sting that's right they did <laughs> during yep. this yep. time uh and they're number 22 this album is number 22 in the the ccm presents 100 greatest albums in christian music yep so, and I agree with them. So, Flood hit number one on numerous secular radio stations. You know, just huge. Yep. Uh, probably most people listen to this remember that mm-hmm. song. Uh, standouts for me are very strong side one. I like it. Uh, Liquid, Sinking, Love Song for a Savior, Like a Child, Flood. Um, side two, I like it, but a little uneven for me, but mm-hmm. uh, side one, very strong. Yep. But, yeah, I, I had to put this at number 56 for Good. me. So, yeah. Great Excellent. choice. Yeah. Talk about a band that can craft a song. I mean, they are just yeah. very talented yeah. guys. All right, 56 for me is a uh, Brown Bannister-produced album from 1985. It is David Meese's Seven, oh, my favorite David Meese album. album. Yeah, uh, Jonathan David Brown also helped produce yeah. it of uh, Petra fame there. Uh, players, a lot of good players on this that we talk about a lot. Dan Huff, Nathan East, Paul Lime, all on this album. Some of the highlights for me, You Can Go. Forgiven, The Ladder is a great song, and then The Ballad, uh, The Unknown Soldier. Um, just a very more pop rock David Meese than what you might be used yes. to. 
and sure. Brown did a great job with him on this album. Yeah. What's the last song on this album? It's a really beautiful ballad. Um, I can see. Yeah, is that? I think that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a beautiful song. That's yeah, a it is. great. That's a great album. Mm-hmm. It is a good. I album. had this one on cassette for a long time. I don't think this has ever been released on CD. So really, this is our. This is the portion of our list where a lot of stuff's never come out on compact disc, hmm. and there's still just a lot of CCM that's hmm. never. For whatever reason, showed up on CC on CD. So yeah, stuff like that and the Bob Dylan. Yeah. yeah, that's a good pick. Thanks. I like yeah. it. I like it. Number fifty-six for me um, comes from nineteen ninety, and that is Home Free. All right, Home Free, Home Free by, by Wayne, Wayne Watson. Watson. There you go. From nineteen ninety, um, I love this era of Wayne Watson's music. Um, he kind of started on a real hot streak when he. Um, got on Dayspring, I think it was, and put out Giants in the Land, mm-hmm. and then did Watercolor Ponies, Fine Line, and then this album. Uh, so that's four albums in a row that are just so good. In fact, um, I would say during this time, if I had a, if someone would have been running a Spotify count of ha- what I listened to back then, on my personal listening, I'd say these four albums I listen to as much as any in wow. my CD collection. I Wayne, I love his voice. He's so thoughtful in his lyrics, um, and I just listen to those four albums a ton, and I still like them all. Um, the song, the title track, "Freedom." I went back and listened to that preparing for this uh, for this podcast, and thought, "Oh, this song." And I'm sure I knew this at the time, but it's talking about the fall of the Berlin Wall. Mm-hmm. And so um, the lyric uh, right before the um, f- before the chorus, um, uh, what will you do with your new liberation? Open your heart to the God of creation. Freedom, people cry for freedom, but freedom without Jesus is just another wall. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's so good. that's just, and I think that that lyric is evergreen. It's just as applicable today you know we we want so much freedom but freedom without jesus is just another dead end so um just every everything on this album is great i i can listen to all four of those albums from this era but this one sure is a favorite so that's 56 for me home free three of his top 10 are from on this. from home free yeah so home oh. free is number two yeah on there uh, almighty when god's people pray when god's people pray yeah yeah yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Now you can get in trouble for playing home free I did. The uh, owner of the station did not like me playing home for <laughs> no. Really? No. no. Owner of the station did not like That's that. That's unfortunate. Um, we should have healing in this life, was his point. Right. Oh. Why Why talk about home free and the ultimate healing at the resurrection? Why talk about that? Yeah. We should have healing now. Hmm. So, so there you uh, go. Anyway, you got in sure. trouble. I did. Yeah. It was bad. I think we mentioned he got in more not- trouble than me later on. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> so yes, I'm just he did. saying. Yes. Okay. So I'll take well, I'll my trouble that. any day, Mister. <laughs> we'll leave that right there. Yeah. So yeah, uh, talk about home free. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I had to bring up that. But yeah. yeah. What's right. what is um, <laughs> let to par- to paraphrase uh, Blues Clues? Jail time. Jail time. Jail time. Jail time. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. So, yeah, number 56. 56. That was Wayne Watson, Home Free. There you go. Now you got 55. Now I got 55. 55. All right, number 55. So this one, you may not be familiar with his name, some of you, but you have heard of his work as a songwriter. This is my David Hasselhoff connection. Oh, David Hasselhoff? Really? Uh Uh-huh. Put out a CCM album? This is my uh, Janet Jackson Janet Connection. Jackson and David Hasselhoff put out a CCM album? <laughs> That's right. But it's huge in Germany. <laughs> yeah, no yeah, kidding. True, true. So he wrote uh, Hold Back to Tears, recorded by Janet Jackson. Okay. This person also wrote Do You Believe in Love, recorded by David Hasselhoff. The same version that oh, Rust Half does. Okay. So oh, now you know where I'm going. I think I know where we're going here. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he ever heard of Breath of Heaven? Uh, yes. He yeah. wrote that one. I, I've heard Chris of Chris Eaton. Mr. Chris Eaton. Yeah. 1996 Vision. Oh, you're going oh, for 55 yes. for me. Oh, 86, you mean? 86. 86. 86. Yes, 86. Gotcha. Okay, yeah. Yep. Um, 86. So we did, did a deep, deep dive. Excuse me. Phew. Yeah. Did a deep dive back on this in episode number 26. Um, and uh, 
we'll just insert that 45 minute podcast here. Yeah. No, there just go. kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, on the guitar, we got David, uh, Dan Huff. We got Nathan East, Neil Steubenhaus on bass, Pino. percussions, uh, Lenny Castro, Pino. Bastard. Pino. Is he on there too? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Pino's uh, so standouts, of course, on there, don't understand my love, love for the common man. Um, if you're super familiar with those, check out don't play games. That's mm-hmm. a fun one. And it was love. Great ballad. And this yes. is for real. Yeah. So all oh, I'm so songs. glad we did a deep dive back into that album. Yeah. I love it. Picked up my love for that album again. I was like, yeah. oh, this one's really I, good. Yeah, I re-familiarized myself with that album I too. Did, I was like, yeah. ooh, this is really this good. This was great. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. I'm surprised it didn't do better. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think we covered that. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was it was really kind of ahead of its time. Yeah. It was. So yeah. I mean it was gonna maybe if one song would play at eight thirty AM on a Sunday morning, but there were no CHR stations. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Too bad. All right, 55 for me. Going back to the rock. 1990, Fire and Rain from Guardian. There you Uh, go. My introduction to this great band. A fun rock album. Um, Get to turn up loud, play your air guitar. Yeah, I do know this one. Yeah? Yeah. Jamie Rose uh, vocals, outstanding. Tony Palacios guitar work. Magical is what I put forward for that. Just a great album. Highlights, Power of Love, and Send a Message are a great one-two punch. Oh, for sure. We had a discussion at work a few weeks ago about albums that had like the first three songs of the side that you just love, that all just boom, boom, boom. Well, this has a great one-two punch Yeah, right off the bat. Yep. But um, maybe we should do a podcast on that sometime. That would be really interesting. So, like the first two or three songs are just stellar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's okay. Anyway. All right. Uh, so Write that down, Dan. Yeah, <laughs> crack research down. Yeah. Forever in a Day, really good power ballad, which, of course, you had to have back in 1990 if you had a rock album. Yeah. And, of course, the title track is great, Fire and Rain, too. But uh, Guardian, Fire and Love, album. isn't it? Uh, Fire and Love, Fire yeah. Love. yeah. Oh, Fire and Rain. That's James, James Taylor. Taylor. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not the James Taylor one. Yeah, yeah. No, Fire and Love, yeah, sorry. Fire and Love, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's now, good. For, now so I'm, we both have it on our list. Yeah. Because we had it you had it at ninety one, I had it at ninety four, and you got it way higher. Fifty five. Now I'd like to recap the last few minutes. Apparently David Hasselhoff and Janet Jackson wrote Fire and Rain <laughs> for Guardian. <laughs> right. Is that okay. yes. To, yes. Just to and recap. It was huge in Germany. And that was huge in Germany, right? Yes. Which is where King's X got the song "Lost in Germany." Yeah, so, maybe. okay. Exactly. And All Derek right. got in trouble one time, and I got in trouble, but yes. not as much trouble as <laughs> the other guy. <laughs> the other guy. So, oh boy, brace yourself. Okay, so number fifty-five for me um, from nineteen eighty-six. We got yeah um, again, never released on CD. Wow. Um, Surprises and Disguises by Billy Crockett. Okay. So, again, singer-songwriter. Um, just this album pushes all my buttons. It's really thoughtful songwriting, great acoustic guitar playing. Billy's voice is an acquired taste. He's got mm-hmm. a typical singer-songwriter voice. Um, people cover his songs and sound, you know... You know, it's the whole Bob Dylan thing. You know, he mm-hmm. writes classic songs for other mm-hmm. people to cover. Um, but I, I love Billy's voice. It's it's definitely, I love it. Um, but this album's got players on it. Dan Huff, David Hungate uh, from Toto, the original bass player in mm-hmm. Toto. Oh. Ma- Michael Rhodes, um, who's a Nashville kind of session legend. Um, the th- album I always think of with Michael Rhodes is um, Sean Colvin's uh, Few Small Repairs, which had the Sunny Came Home song on right. it and won all the awards. Um, Mike Brignardello, Larry London, Shane Keister, and Reed Arvin plays quite a bit of piano on here. Oh, so interesting. I, Reed is involved. Because um, Reed Arvin was a big producer with Rich, Rich Mullins. that's right. Yeah. So Portrait of Love is a beautiful kind of meditation on the Apostle Paul's life. Original Love, and this Original Love is on Spotify on a Greatest Hits mm. So I think it's called Portraits, Billy Crockett Portraits. And Original Love is on there that has one of my favorite Dan Huff solos on any CC album. Mm. It's that good. So if we put up a homework song or two, I'm going to put up uh, Original Love for the Dan for the Dan moments. So nice. anyway, All right. I've got a copy on vinyl. I've got my old vinyl oh. of this. And it has a beautiful album cover. So that needs to be a podcast. Yes. Ha- how many missed... Covers opportunities did CCM albums have to have a really great album cover and just nothing? 
Oh. So just mm-hmm. not good album mm-hmm. covers. Um, out of the gray, I'm looking at you. Um, <laughs> so, um, so, but this one has a really great album cover, Surprises and Disguises by Billy Crockett from 1986, which I've got on vinyl. So Nice. There it is. Very cool. All right, number 54. Yes, 54. 1987. This one is not on Spotify. I had to go to YouTube uh, to reacquaint myself with it. Jeff Moore's The Distance. Uh-huh. Nice. That from needs to be It does. Yeah, it should. All the streaming servers. Uh, Gordon Kennedy, Dan Huff, Billy Smiley, Mark Gershmeld, Chris McHugh, Gary Lunn, Mark Brignardello. Yep. Pretty much Whiteheart and Jeff Moore. Jeff Moore and Whiteheart. <laughs> That's right. Yes, <laughs> pretty much and Mark Brignardello. <laughs> right. It was awesome. Who was in Giant. John yeah. Slick from Petra, even. Oh, that's right, John music. Slick. Oh, mm-hmm. That's right. That's uh, right. Tomorrow, a little doo wop song with Stephen Curtis Chapman mm-hmm. on yeah. there, written. Uh, Didn't he? Powerful song, uh, yeah, but cool. written by Randy that's Matthews, good. a remake of the one from 1970s. Um, and Marty McCall's on there. Uh, Tommy Funderburk too. Uh, standouts are winning back the rock. Never, never want to go back. Didn't he? Of course, familiar stranger. I can go on and on about those, but. Yeah, love this is this was so yeah. fun back in 1987. It really, really stood out to me. Yeah, yeah. And this is like the seventh album that he had a version of. Why should the devil have all the good music? <laughs> yeah, seemed like he put that on. He did like two yeah. or three Lots. albums. About yeah. every other album. Was yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Music. Now this yeah. one's back in print. Girder Music put this back in print. Yep. Yes. So I would love to pick up a copy of that. I would too. I think it's girdermusic.com. Girdermusic.com. I yep. think that's right. Yep. So I'd love to get a copy of this. Yeah. That's a great album. Good, good choice. choice. Yeah. That's a yeah. great choice. Yeah. 54 for me, Real Life, Cindy Morgan, 1992, her debut album. And uh, it's just a really good pop album. We've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, hints of a little bit of hints of what she would become later. Uh, basically, when I say that, it, it's going to be How Could I Ask for More, which is kind of, yes. she kind of became that more ballad, yes. soul R&B artist. This is just a fun pop album. We played a lot on uh, Z91 back in the day. Well, it was nominated for six Dove Awards and wow. won for Best New Artist yep. at the time. Uh, highlights, of course, the huge hit Let It Be Love, Say It Again, Free World. Um, and in fact, Say It Again and Anytime at All were released to Secular Radio. Oh, really? Back in the day. Yeah, 1992. Cool. Hmm. But uh, just a fun album from very talented singer-songwriter, Cindy Morgan, real life. And it won a Nobel Peace Prize, too. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. I'm like, I don't I'm have that in my notes. That's a different one. Breaking yeah. news. Breaking news. <laughs> we all kind of stopped and looked at you like, you did? What? Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> and you had it at number 66, there. Oh, did? Yeah, I couldn't remember yep. where I had it, yep. but I knew I had it in there. That's yep, good. sure did. Good way to cover See, Dan, he is just killing it Run on staff on. I know. tonight. It's just, I'm embarrassed. We, just, we have to let the uh, correct research staff go and yeah. just have Dan do it. Yeah. <laughs> you, right. guys are, you guys are gone. Yeah. Have a nice I day. Think, yeah. I think they left when we stopped paying them. Okay, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah the checks bounced. The checks, we know all about or, that. Or they, they got too much Lay's potato chips. They did. Started, we're, we're yep. Don't cash those checks till a week from now. <laughs> all right, so number 54. Uh, it's from 1986. Well, I'm stuck in 86. You are. I, wow. I hadn't really noticed that. Okay. 1986, again. Um, and this is one that I promise you no one will have a match game on it. Okay. So no one will have this one. The Katinas. N- <laughs> <laughs> that was random. That was totally random. <laughs> <laughs> no, not the Katinas. Okay. <laughs> no, and it's not Prism Green either. So okay. it's, it's, no. it's Frontline by the band Koinonia. Now, Koinonia was a, a kind of a jazz fusion. We might call them today smooth jazz kind of uh, super group of L.A. session players from the 1980s. Um, what's interesting is they're signed to Sparrow. So Sparrow had them, and mm-hmm. it's a... It's an instrumental song. Um, there's, I think, one vocal song on it with Tata Vega singing, mm-hmm. um, and oh, so it's and she just sings like a repeated line over and over again via Condios go with God, mm-hmm. um, and so, um, but it's just really interesting to think about Sparrow having instrumental music in a Christian genre. You could go and pick up. Koinonia at Better Book Room or at your bookstore near you. So the only other people kind of that I think of that were doing that were either like Phil Keggy or Phil Driscoll. Those are the mm-hmm. only two that kind of come to mind that mm-hmm. were doing yeah. purely instrumental music. But the band was Abe Laboriel Sr. on bass, Alex Acuna on drums, 
and percussion, who stole a Mario on wind, like saxophone. Um, and then three former members of Andre Crouch's band. Really? So you had uh, the drummer Bill Maxwell, who was also a producer. He produced yep. all the Keith Green albums. Mm-hmm. Um, guitarist Hadley Hawkinsmith, who now tours with Neil Diamond when Neil tours. Mm. Um, and then Harlan Rogers on keyboards. I love this album. It's, in fact, I listened to it today um, and listened all the way through and just still loved it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the synthesizers are a little dated, but hey, I, I don't mind it at all. So 1986 Koinonia Frontline. Love the band. Love that album. So glad to put it on here. Fun. All right. Now we're on to number 53. 53. 53. You're right. I want to have a match on that one. Nope. Derek, sorry. Sorry. All right. So my second Christmas album on my list, oh. my first... Now we're getting into the getting close to the top half here, so we're gonna get several of what was the my first favorite one? artists. Uh, it was Katinas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I want to say it, was it Amy Grant's? Uh, back home on my for, second one. Oh, uh, Home for Christmas. Home for Christmas. No, I do have it on there, What's but the I don't remember now. Oh, I have to look it up. Okay, I, sorry, uh, I didn't mean to stump you. Just, I'm not a crack research team at this oh, point. Oh, yeah. no. guys, come back! Yeah, <laughs> yeah we right. need you. Bring it back. Don't go to work for the Katinas. <laughs> uh, so uh, it's first Michael W. Smith. Oh, that's Michael right, Michael W. Oh, Smith, yeah, Christmas nice. from 1989. Oh, so that's 53 is number fifty-three here. for okay, me. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So very, very traditional, very different Christmas album, but so touching to me. It's got big orchestra, children's choir. It's Latin is in there, mm-hmm. instrumentals, Amy Grant, a huge upbeat pop Christmas song, Gloria. Yep. yep. And I think you've played it on your station. Oh, yeah. Back in the day. Definitely. With the, all yep. the different Christmas sure. in there. Uh, for me, I can just see the soft snowfalls, the white cover landscapes. Michael Lee Smith paints with the orchestra and the piano. I just, I love it. Um, it's just quintessential Christmas album to me. Uh, standouts are no I had seen I love that, oh, that that's all is well is yes. amazing and of course Gloria is a lot of fun yeah so yeah great choice Christmas album yeah Very my second you're right I haven't revealed my other Christmas album which I think I just did actually Amy Grant's comes up later okay <laughs> but this is my second one that's why yeah oh, okay. well I didn't have one earlier I'll have one later oh okay yeah, got yeah, it yeah. but we don't know which Amy Grant because she's got like 10 right? that's true that's true that's true Good okay. could be anything yeah. yeah and there's probably a new one coming this Christmas probably yep. <laughs> yes all right, number 53 for me comes from DeGarmo and Key going back to 1985, the very beginning of our decade. And this is Commander Sozo and the Charge of the Light Brigade. Yep. Nice. They had several albums in a row where they kind of went more synth pop. And out of those, this is my favorite of those. I prefer the more uh, the more rocky DeGarmo and Key, but I really got into this album at the time. Uh, spent a lot of time with it. I love Destin to win with Jesse Dixon. Mm-hmm. Still listen to that song. Other highlights here: competition had a great music video. Yeah, I remember that. Like the it was a boxer, I believe. Yep. Right, I was. I saw that all the time on like uh, real videos on yeah, TV and yeah, or, or Fire by Night. Or, yeah, right, Fire by Night. Uh, casual Christian song that they uh, you know they had their their set list for years and years oh, yes. and years and years. So uh, yeah, out of the out of that era, this was my favorite of uh, the Garmo Keys, for Commander sure. Sozo and the Charge of the Light Brigade. Yep. I saw them on that tour. Really? Yeah, at the Century 2 Concert Hall, and Jesse Dixon opened. So oh, he was they, there. And he came out and sang Destined to Win with nice. him. So, yeah, it's good, good show. Yeah. Good show. And that was my one of my honor. I love DeGarmo and Key, and that was my honorable mention. Okay. Oh, yeah, it so was. was a, okay. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Good one. Okay, number 53 for me uh, goes, it's not 1986, but the next one is. After okay. This. So <laughs> Take um, a little break from 1992. We're going fast forwarding to 1992. And it is uh, 1992, Out of the Grays, The Shape of Grace. Nice. Um, Love Out of the No Grace. Sophomore Slump Here. This is a great no. album. Yeah, um, Really good songs for radio. Steady Me was great for yes. radio. Nothing's Gonna Keep Me From You was great for oh, radio. Yeah. Um, Tommy Sims is absent from this album. So he was such a big part of the first album as we had on the deep dive. And then they got some guy named Jimmy Lee Slowest to yeah. take over. Mm-hmm. That's pretty great, too. Mm-hmm. So it's all good. Vicki Hampton shows up a ton on the background vocals. Mark Hammond is all over this. Jerry McPherson's all over this. Of course, Scott Dente's playing uh, acoustic and singing. Um, and the album, the song that closes this album has, has got to be one of my favorite Out of the Gray songs, um, uh, Leave the Light On. It's mm. so yep. pretty. 
Um, and the verses are just this drum loop, some a really sparse keyboard, a few electric guitar stabs, probably Jerry McPherson, and then this gorgeous kind of slippery bass line from Jimmy Lee. Mm-hmm. And it's just so... And then, of course, Christine's beautiful vocal. Yeah. Um, so just great, great album. Now, I brought it up just a second ago. Out of the Gray could have done so much more with their album covers. Uh-huh. So... I understand the first album, you want to show who the artists are. So that that's totally understandable. Yeah. But The Shape of Grace is such a provocative album cover. You could have done a million things with that. Mm-hmm. The next album was called Gravity. You could have done a million things with that. You could have done See Inside yeah. and 6.1. I've got all those albums on CD, and they're just all Scott and Christine again on the cover. It's yeah. like, we know what they look like. <laughs> <laughs> they hadn't met Jimmy A yet at that point, because he maybe could have done the album cover for him. Yeah, that was the one where they came back. Was that the one where they came back? Um, they had one that they released a few years ago. Okay, um, I don't know. And it's nice. It's yeah. it's not. I I never picked it up on on CD, and now it's pricey. But um, but yeah, just yeah. it's so disappointing that you could have done something with Gravity or yeah. Shape of Grace. So yeah, anyway. but great but great music. Oh yeah, yeah. love definitely yeah, stuff. The, big thumbs up on the music. Yeah, totally. Very big. So that was number fifty fifty three. Yeah. All right, 52. 52. Uh, we're going to go with, I'm going to 1988, and Rich Mullins, Winds of Heaven, Stuff of mm. Earth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Gary Lunn in the bass, Mary, Jeremy Pearson's on guitar. Awesome God is on here. Yep. Yep. 5.3 million plays on Spotify. Um, it's in modern hymnals, even. What's a hymnal? <laughs> yeah, for some people. Yeah. <laughs> hymnal, let me explain <laughs> that. Yes. Got pages, turns. Yeah. Um, and uh, sure enough, I visited a church in Oklahoma just recently, and sure enough, we sang Awesome God. You're kidding. No. Really? We sang Awesome God. I, I, I really, uh, no. 30 years I later. Am a, I'm as serious as a, heart, as a heart attack. I'm really surprised. Yeah. That. I was too. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, we are. We're singing our So God here's your homework. Awesome. Here's your homework. You guys um, ask youth age kids at your church if they know Rich Mullins or Awesome God. I'd really like to know. Yeah. Because my kids do because yeah. I toured with Rich and they right. grew up with their dad playing him constantly. Yeah. Your kids probably know him because you played him for your kids. Yeah, right. Nah, not much though. But just your average youth no. group age kid? At this point? Yes. No. Yeah, I have know. no idea. And you know, when Awesome God came out, that was everywhere. Everything. Oh, yes. everywhere, yeah. It was just everywhere and you plus. thought and it did it ended up in animals and you think it this song's gonna be around forever yeah yeah, yeah. fast forward 30 years here right. i am was singing it and well and it, I'm singing but it that song is yeah. but yeah but that's so you you went to unicorn church uh-huh yeah right. that's right. Th- it's not getting sung now yeah so yeah. that's the thing it's yeah and on that on that chorus the background vocals on that chorus is like a ton of people. Yeah. Everybody, right? Every so, office temp employed at reunion <laughs> at the time. Well, but also big names. <laughs> Kim Hill's in there. Billy Sprague, Mark Heimerman, Chris temping. Rodriguez, Chris Harris. <laughs> and, I, mean, I mean, lots of lots of great folks. That was always the time. joke about reunion is we'd get some office staff to come in here and sing background vocals. Oh, it's, but, it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, but clearly they got. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They got so, good, yeah. so that song's on there. But all of my favorites are not Awesome God. Pretty much. I mean, oh, I, for sure. Obviously, oh, big yeah, at the yeah, time, yeah. right? Yeah. I skip so, Awesome God on this album every time. Yeah, every time, Absolutely. yeah. So if I stand, Rich would skip Awesome God. <laughs> were he here? Yes. He would. Pre- if he was listening to his own album, he yeah. would skip that. He one. skipped yeah. it back in the day. He, yeah, he'd skip <laughs> yeah. what that album and go to the next song. It, so if I stand is the yeah. other big one in the album, oh, right? Yeah. The other side of the world with the wonder, one true love. Actually, all of them are standouts. Oh, if yeah. I were doing a station, all of these songs. Ready for there. the storm. Um, okay. Yeah. So my all-time favorite in this album is track number eight, Ready for the Storm. Yeah, yeah. My all-time, really I mean, first time I even heard it, yep. I was like, this is so different on this album. Yep. It just stand, mm-hmm. so stand out to me. And um, But I didn't know it was a remake of... Um, what's Do- this, what's Doogie McLean. Yeah, Doogie uh, yeah, do your Dougie McLean, something Doogie, like that. Doogie, Doogie McLean. Yep. Yeah, and he, he, Rich modifies the lyrics just a little mm-hmm. bit. Yep. And bringing uh, bringing the lyrics I mentioned, the Lord, um, acoustic guitar by John Gowen, Fred Carpenter does the fiddle, Rafael Padilla does a percussion, and who um, does the background vocal? 
Rich sings back and vocals with himself. And and then there's the high. Oh, Chris Rodriguez. Chris Rodriguez. Yeah, Chris Rodriguez. Yeah. Yep. At two, at two, two minutes in, does this amazing, like, haunting, oh, whoa, whoa, so whoa good. thing in there. Yeah. And when I first heard this song, again, listening along, da, 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 and then track number eight stopped me. Yeah. In my track. So yep. it's just so different. I think it holds up very well over the years. Oh, for I sure. I really yeah. like it. So that's. So great, great album all around to me. Comes at number fifty-two. And if I stand, holds up really well. Oh, yes. it does. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. so good. Like I said, if I was doing a station, I put them all on. Yeah, I like all. Of them. We gotta have Sprinkle on to talk about this album. Yeah, we do. Okay, yeah. it was a Sprinkle, great. If you're listening, great album. You're on deck. <laughs> That's right. How do you guys feel about having a song that you knew in your youth in a hymnal now? Right. Isn't that crazy? There's several. Yeah, yeah there um, are. Yeah. Michael What's, Smith has some. Yeah, how majestic is your name? Yes, that's yep. right. And then there's a Twilight Paris. Which which Twilight Paris song is in? I'm not sure. It's the one with jazz flute. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not <laughs> the optional jazz flute. <laughs> no, it's um. There is. I can. I can. Ah, uh, uh, we'll remember yeah, it later. We'll, yeah, we'll remember yeah. Later. I'll endeavor. Crack research time. Run it. Run in the comments, yeah. there, listeners. <laughs> yeah. All right, fifty-two for me. Fifty-two. I've just realized this is my fourth debut album of the night. I've got okay. oh, okay. Something about debut you got albums. debut albums on the yeah, mind. Here. I guess this is Michael Inglis's debut album from '91 called Michael Inglis. And boy, you talk about going from yes. the Gaither vocal band, and then you put this album in, mm-hmm. and you hear "Solid as a Rock." You're like, okay, Michael Inglis. I hear you. Big leap. Big uh, pop rock album here from him. Uh, Of course, huge hits. We played at Z91 all the time. Mm -hmm. Solid is the Rock. Mary Did You Know. Still, in my opinion, the best version of Mary Did You Know. Of the hundreds. Out of of the hundreds. Yes. Uh, And Christ Alone, another big radio single, too, that's, uh, in my opinion, stood the test of time. Also, like his cover of Do You Believe in Love of Russ, um, Let's Build a Bridge, which was written by... Uh, uh, Katinas, <laughs> Katinas, <laughs> not the Katinas. Oh. Tommy Sims and oh. Bob Farrell. Oh, really? nice! Yeah, let's build a bridge. From Farrell and Farrell. On the, yeah, wow. from the Michael English album. Know that. So, so there you go, Michael English's debut album, which still sounds great. Yep, nice. Yes. Okay, so we're at fifty-two. Fifty-two. Yes. This is the Katinas. No, <laughs> uh, going back to nineteen eighty-six. Okay. So we're stuck. Really, there. we're just stuck wow. there. Yeah, yeah. That's three on this list. Um, and it's the biggie from eighty-six. It's the big picture. Um, oh yes. So, I'm probably maybe higher for you guys. Yes. Um, uh huh. So way I, higher. Everything I said about this album back in episode five of our podcast still holds. So I go back and listen to our big deep dive into. We'll that. insert the podcast now. Yeah, we'll insert it now. But that's for me, number nineteen, <laughs> uh, number fifty-two, going back to eighty-six for the big picture. Oh, you so. let the podcast talk about it then. Yeah. All, All right. right. Cool. Just go back and listen to that. Tearing right. down the walls. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Nice. Went a little crazy there for a minute. Our little beatbox version of tearing down the walls. All right. Number 51 then. We're 51. on the last one. Yep. Coming to the home stretch here. Number 51. So I get to go out with a bang. The 1987 Petra This Means War. All right. Mm. Yeah. Big rock album. Yes. Yep. Comes after Back to the Street, which for me was a big letdown after Beat the System. Back to the Street. Yeah. Did not yeah. hit me big the time. same. Yeah. I was like, because no. I got introduced to Petra with beat the system and then i was like oh the next one's out and i hear it and i go oh no (laughs) what happened yeah uh so but then Uh, they came back with this one it did win me back the schlitt era for me is just miss so yeah yeah in general yeah yeah i just i grew up with greg x right yeah i'm just yeah it's nothing against john john if you're listening nothing john's a great guy yeah Yeah. just you were big on yeah yeah so, but yeah, for me, I it won me over. This one, yep. John and Dino produced. Now I started to really get into John and Dino's production uh, at yeah. this yep. point, right? Yep. Uh, the title track, yes, big, love it. Two minutes, 15 seconds into the song, we got that quick little keyboard sound. It's really fun. Uh, the standouts, I prefer the rockers during the Schlitt years. So standouts for me are, because the ballads are a little cheesy to me with John Schlitt sometimes. So really? like okay. love and prayer, and I don't know. I just, they didn't all hit, one word too. They didn't, yeah, they didn't hit me as much as the Rockers. Yeah. I loved it when he was in the rock and mode. Oh yeah, I had so, this on CD at one point. I don't know what happened to it, but the Rockers I remember liking yeah. a lot better. Than he came, he saw, he conquered. That, yeah. That's a good love one. Love that yeah. one. Uh, Ken and I, uh, I like that. Yeah. I like you are my rock. The water is alive. All the king's horses, dead reckoning. I thought they're. I liked it. It was a lot of fun. So it ends up number fifty-one yeah. for me. And that no, was a smart move putting John Adino at the helm of the production. Yes, though. that yes. was. Helped them so a lot. Smart. Yeah. So smart. Get on your knees and uh, fight like a man oh, is another yeah. great yeah. song from that album. 
All right, 51 for me. This is, uh, I might be wrong, but I only know of one CCM supergroup off the top of my head. Oh, the Katinas? Not the Katinas. <laughs> Heather and the, Kirsten. They're outside of our... Uh, <laughs> New song? Oh, you guys are, uh, You're all you guys are right on track tonight. I'm talking about Chagall Gravera. Oh, all okay, right, yeah. sorry. 1991. Featuring Heather and Kirsten. Yeah, no. <laughs> Featuring Steve Taylor, Dave Perkins, Lynn Nichols, Wade James, and Mike Mead on drums. Great alt-rock album. Yes. 13 tracks on this album. Yeah. You got your money's worth. Yeah. A couple of them were really short, though. Were yes. like little blurbs and blips. Well, and one of those, The Wrong the George, wrong. which is fantastic. Yeah, it's it's so literally good. two and a half minutes of Dave Perkins trying to convince this lady that he, she has the wrong, wrong number. Yeah. Oh. Is this, is this Dave? Is yeah. Dave? Is this David? Yeah. <laughs> is this Dave? Is Bob there? No. It's, yeah, it's so just good. great. Uh-uh, With that. kind of a grunge thing yes. going on, on underneath. Right. It's so good. <laughs> but uh, other than that, Escher's World, one of my favorites on here, Play God. How'd you get so good? I love that. Yep. Play God. How'd you get so good? Yep. Good stuff there. Uh, it's had a trumpet on that song, too, mm-hmm. by the way. Motor in the Big World, another good one. Violent Blue, that's my oh, favorite that's from the so album. Yeah. And uh, another fun uh, tra- another song title. Of course, I love the wrong George title, but I love Love is a Dead Language. That's mm-hmm. another one of my favorite song titles off this album. Yep. But Chicago Guevara, 1991. Yep, that's so good. Okay, my number 51. I guess I'm, us I'm the caboose From 1986. Here. No. Oh, oh. Okay. From 1991. In fact, we almost had a match. David oh. almost had a match. It's 1991. Michael English. Okay. Nice. Self-titled Michael English. No way miss. Near match. No way miss. That's why I did near miss. Cause Hello, it's a- stars. <laughs> <laughs> so I echo and amen everything that uh, Dave said about this album. Um I I like the deeper cuts on this album. His heart is big enough. Heaven is so pretty. It is. Um, Solid as the Rock uh, sounded so good. I remember, I literally can remember the first time hearing that on Z91 and thinking, and, and I didn't, I don't think I was connected to the station at the, may, well, maybe I was, but... I don't remember you and I having a music meeting talking about that song, mm-hmm. and you added it, and I thought, I've never heard this song, and it sounds amazing. What is this? Mm-hmm. And it just sounded so perfect yeah, on did. our station. Um, so then I found out. Um, I'm not as big a fan of his cover of Believe in Love. Um, it's brave to cover a Russ song. It is, yeah. And I just really, that this is one that Russ put so hard of a stamp on that I yeah, kind of... Yeah. That's true. I, I, but yeah. I like, I'm, I mean, it wasn't terrible. No, it's no, not no, David Hasselhoff not. terrible. No, 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 no. David Hasselhoff wrote that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, did that, he did that song. You can look it up Katinas. on YouTube and yeah. it's like, that's awful. <laughs> yeah. But, so, <laughs> but it's way better. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, um, yeah. So that that one, uh, I kind of prefer Russ's. I, and I, Russ's, that whole album was just so, I think for all of oh, us, yeah. was yeah. so just ingrained in our in yes. our heads. Yeah. And the last thing I'll say about this is, Mary, did you know? Mary knew. She knew. She, she did, did know. know. Yeah. She knew. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. Well, he answers that question. Then. Yep. She well, knew. the scriptures answer that. Yeah. She knew. <laughs> they do. She but it, it is, I agree with you, it's the best version yeah. of Mary, did you know, in my opinion. Yep. Yeah. And she knew. Okay, good. Yeah. Is it better than the Katina's version? Um, we'll endeavor to find that. Okay. Out. Yeah, okay. Or Jeff Moore's How to... Why should they why have should, all good music? Why should the Katinas have all good music? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. So, <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So, we wrapped it up. Yeah, we, we did. We did another 10. We made and it. And now we get to uh, go into the, some of the songs here after. So, hang around and we'll and, and listen to some of the songs we picked here. Yep. Uh, just, uh, so, that's going to be your summary homework. Just hang out. Uh, by the way, we do this podcast on a budget, which is zero dollars. Mm. So you have to forgive maybe some of our low rent production here. But oh, <laughs> sorry, uh, with the with the exception of the very well done opening and closing track, right? Yes. Yeah, that's, that's very that's, well done. That's, 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 that's uh, so we just appreciate you guys and a couple Facebook groups. I just want to plug a little bit. We got a '90s Christian Music Days, spelled D A Z E. There, that's a lot of fun to go back to. Jesus Music from 1969 to 1989. Yep. fun group there. Uh, again, thanks to some of the folks who have who've commented on and, and liked our stuff. So Mike, uh, Gary, Annette, Christopher, just to name a few. Um, and we'll talk to you next time. Yeah, see you later. Thanks for listening. See you again.